0: Love
1: Talk Radio What's up, partiers? What kind of night is it? What?
0: Woo! What? Tell me what you doing <laughs> What? Brother! <laughs> what? Ooh, yeah.
2: Boys and girls, children of all ages, strike like the buzzing party that we've had all week long. I'm Travis. fuzz is on the air. Let this be assigned. dot com, Facebook. dot com backslash fuzz and Travis, always with three Z's. Buzz, you're in my basement. Buzz and Travis in Studios, your
3: underground. How's it going? Uh, couldn't be better. Hanging out with the old poopy dog. He came along with me for the wild ride that it has been this last week. It's been crazy. oh buddy, fast. fast. Which we knew would that be. As always. But, you know, that's how it goes when you're living in the wild, wild uh, world that is fucking Travis. As
2: per usual, we have this great Initial thought of we need to do like a bunch of shows while we're in town, or while you're in town, and that never happens. So, but at least this time we got one done.
3: Hey, you know, we got one. We did a video today that will be up sometime before December. So, yeah, we got that going yeah. for us. Let's hope. Shout out to uh, Let's Hope Peyton Ezel, uh, Peyton Ezel, the, uh, the official cameraman. The official cameraman of the Fuzz and Travis show, out wearing uh, horrible orange socks that I guess somebody pranked pranked him and he didn't have any clean clothes, so he had to wear Tennessee ball socks. God, God, bless bless him.
2: Him. God bless him. Mm-hmm. I think he only got a spinner in two shots, but other than that, I think he's he's fine.
3: Hey, kid's learning.
2: The kid is we like learning.
3: Those,
2: we like giving those opportunities for learning experience.
3: You know, because we could lecture and we could uh, assign homework and all that good stuff. But really what it comes down to is you got to involve these kids. You know? Got gotta to get them going. Got to get them going. Got to get them going. Made a made a triumphant return as always to ASW this week. Yeah, so so I'm laying
2: there uh, in bed on I believe it was uh, a Wednesday a week ago, two weeks ago coming up two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I received this text message from the one the only Fuzz uh, about possibly coming to town, and of course. It's like, yeah, come on down. And uh, for too long,
3: he was here. What I do? Last minute, as always, but strolling in party. and uh, rolling down rodeo with a shotgun.
4: My oh, and Lander sucks. She does. I can't
3: stand her.
2: True. Um, you know, so always a great opportunity. Uh, when the fuzz can come down to good old Vietnam, hang out
3: at Travis try. Studios. I try. And Bon Bon's here. You know, he's, uh, he's tried to eat the cat already today, so that's good. Uh, yeah. he's we, been Sam's, Rick. Sam's kitty man for most of the week, but uh, as soon as he got home, Bon was like, well, I guess lunch is prepared. It <laughs> hasn't been too bad, though. Lunch is served. I say what, Bon? I think Bond likes Kitty Man far more than he likes Rufio at this point.
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think that can be safely uh determined. He's not a fan of uh, Rufio, which of course Fuzz affectionately calls Goofio, uh, mm-hmm. who belongs to Don Matteo and his lovely girlfriend Melissa.
3: Matteo, what a goon. He is a goon. By the way, if anybody wants to call so, in, it's
2: 760
3: 695. 1105 is the number. Call the fat. What got on your mind? Open lines on the fat lines tonight. Open lines. So if you want to talk about, you know, anything aliens invading uh, the United States or uh, Alabama football, shock a lot. Or heck, maybe. Maybe maybe you just really have a good recipe you want to share with the world. Whatever it is, go ahead and call in, 760-695-1105.
2: Sharing uh, the fat line picture on uh, the show's page, facebook.com backslash fuzz. And Travis, also, if you'd like to catch up on uh, the week, in pictures you can always go and follow Mm -hmm. us on instagram that's also fuzz with three z's and travis and we also have snapchat fuzz three z's and travis so
1: no reason you should be
2: left in the dark on all the wonderful information call in we got a hour show we'd love to hear from you
3: indeed we'll only be here for an hour guys so don't don't miss out because once we're gone.
2: Oh, mercy, so, mercy, 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 mercy. So you, so you roll in on last Wednesday. We're coming in That's um, Wednesday. hot on a week.
3: been um, hot all week. We haven't gotten any, any relief. It's just been hot one day after another.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Down here it was officially, I mean, it went from cooler weather to hot. There was no. Yeah,
3: there was no in between.
2: No shift there. it was just boom, here it is, rock and roll uh, so yeah, I was made uh, a, a comment about a video that we filmed today, so you can look forward to that. Um, pretty excited about it. uh we did that today uh yesterday, um which oh man, yes, we should go backwards. <laughs> on order or what. Oh, man. Uh, Wednesday, you rolled in town. Thursday, uh, we didn't do just a whole lot of much of anything. Um, well, we went to uh, – we went down to the shops, uh, the antique shops oh, yeah. here. in yeah,
3: antiquing, which I, I kind of wanted to buy something expensive just because I knew people didn't think I had any money. Like, oh, these yeah. rogue jokers, they can't afford anything here. They're not very high-class. Listen – I may be white trash, but my class white trash.
2: White trash with money, as they say.
3: White trash with money. White trash with money. Hey, a shout
2: out to uh, uh, to uh, uh, Patterson. I can remember her first name, Tory Patterson on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. who has refollowed us. Uh, and immediately started uh, complaining about how she never won the hardcore belt.
3: Well, here's the thing. Story, Beth, I like you. You're a cool kid. Obviously not as cool as your dad or your mom, but you're a cool kid. You got to do something hardcore to win the hardcore title. I mean, if, if she wants to come on right now, Travis, I, I encourage you to tweet her. She wants to come on right uh. now. Call into the fat line and plead her case. I'm more than willing to. Uh, I'm more than willing to award a retroactive on title. You don't just give these things out all willy nilly. You got to do something. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come in yeah. here saying, "Well, I didn't get this." It's not a participation trophy. It's earned.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. It's something that you have to do. She said something about her. She said, Buzz just said I was going to die and my shins were turned to hamburger meat. I have no idea.
3: Well, I uh, first time I think I was at camp. She didn't want any vegetables. I was serving in line, and she didn't want any vegetables. And I said, if you don't eat your vegetables, you're going to die, which is true.
2: Yeah, you got to do that. You got to get your
3: vegetables. got to get those veggies in, even if you don't like them. I had choked down some uh, broccoli the other day. Not a fan. Desperate con- times call for desperate measures. Oh, we got a reply, didn't we, on the old Twitters.
2: I'm going to pass as of right now. I'm scared you'll threaten my life again.
3: Well, let's just be honest. You don't get the hardcore title by being scared. That's true. You don't get the hardcore title. Fear by will being do scared. a number on you. you. You you get the hardcore title by whooping some tail, by getting straight, by getting a little dirty. Not by saying that you're scared. Not by saying I'll pass. Once again, this is not a participation trophy. Come on! My. You don't hear, you don't hear reward. Bond over here complaining that you don't hear Bond over here complaining that he never got the the uh, hardcore title and believe me he could. Yeah, he, he's never seen a dog he liked. He's never seen a dog too big to fight. Everybody, no, right. let's
0: go.
2: So Thursday. Uh, we go antique shopping. Friday rolls around, and we go. Mm-hmm. We make the show returns. Many of you, if you follow us on Snapchat, uh, and even some, um. and return trip to Shaka Laka. Right, Shaka Laka, Shaka Laka. Good time had by all.
3: For those of uh, you who don't know, it's the trampoline uh, playground. Uh, Where as soon as you walk in, you realize that we don't belong because we're old men, and we say we don't care about social norms. We're about to rip stuff up.
2: Oh, Peyton Ezel replies and says, "Do it, Tory Beth." All into the show.
3: You know it's bad when you're getting called out by Peyton Ezel when he's saying you lame. Because Peyton is a straight shooter, man. He's a straight shooter. He ain't gonna lie. He ain't gonna sugarcoat things. You're getting called out by him. You know you're in a... poof man, just whatever, whatever. I
0: Beth should really tell you. I've
3: always, I've always supported her, but she's really on that. She's teetering on being pretty lame.
2: You know what I'm well, saying? I know exactly what you're saying. It's not even funny. And you're not even making it up. It's just the way things are. Oh, yeah. It's the way it is. I can tell you, I could stay at Shakalaka and dunk on those basketball goals all day long because Boom. being as short as I am, I never got to do any of that dunking stuff.
3: And, uh, yeah, same for me. But uh, even with the trampolines, I still have a hard time. But you know, it is what it is.
2: Well, I tell you, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of stinks because you know uh, I, I never could do any of that, and and I've always thought that what would be the point? Because I know a lot of people who are tall. Talking to you, Seth Finch, uh, and that may get us on a whole different tangent, but. People who are really tall and can't dunk, that just kind of like defeats the purpose to me. Like I don't want to be that tall if I can't throw it down on a basketball yep. goal. True that. I'll just stay short. True
3: that. I'll just stay close to the I'm a good basketball player anyway. I remember the first time I actually scored a, uh, a basket in uh, – basketball game college no uh, fifth or sixth grade maybe I mean I was terrible I was absolutely terrible and uh they gave me the ball we were playing probably the worst team that has ever existed in mankind and uh they were so bad that they let me play and somebody passed me the ball I had an open lane. And, you know, practicing, you know, I'd shoot it normally, you know, just a normal shot. And this one I chucked it, two hands. I guess I was just so nervous. Ended up scoring uh, two baskets. We're supposed to play that game, that team again, two weeks later. And Coach is like, hey, you know, I'm going to have you start. I'm like, oh, yes. I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to start. It's good news. Team no-shows. Uh. Mm -hmm. so my entire basketball career was two hoops that's it that's all I ever got he's got a puke right I mean I I may have afterwards man talking about basketball it always brings to
2: uh, my mind um, the first time that I met uh, Jason McKnight Man, you are one pathetic loser. Oh, Uh, tell me about it. He's not listening. But anyways, one of the first times I ever had any interaction with Jason McKnight was during Fried Hardeman intramurals. Mm. And Jason was obviously Phi Kappa. um, And Jason was decent at basketball. Like, you could tell he probably played in high school. Um and we played them, and it was like – I don't remember. It wasn't a high up. I want to say it was probably uh, the third tier of the basketball. I don't even remember how they do that. At, what is it? It's A's, right? Triple A is the high up. Yeah, when, Double A and yep. single A. I'm sure there's a single A. That's correct. It was either single A or smirk league, but I'm pretty sure J-Mar was on my team, so I'm pretty sure it's single A. And we had no business being on the court with them. And I think I was like one of the better players on our team, so that just goes to show and tell you
3: how bad we were.
2: And I, so all uh, I had I many was, of those
3: experiences in college. Yes.
2: Yeah. And so I did what any uh, brave, red-blooded American would do. I just mocked everything that Jason did. Beautiful. So, like, he would come down the court and do this beautiful layup, uh, and then I would immediately do the exact same thing and more than likely miss the layup, or even worse, act like a complete goon and hit the layup. Um, and so it's just basically me being a jerk to Jason McKnight. So if you're out there, Jason, and listening, which I doubt you are, uh, I apologize for being me. Which I know you're not
0: don't supposed apologize.
3: to in this stage. I don't apologize.
0: <laughs> oh. Peyton, these
3: little
2: questions should he call into the Fuzz and Travis show.
3: Absolutely not. Don't do it, Peyton.
2: Tennessee fan? A that.
3: Tennessee fan? I, mm, I don't know if I can handle that right now. How about
2: the Cardinals? Ten to three in the ninth.
3: That's what we do. It's whatever. It's whatever. He's got a puke! Yes. I felt like I was going to puke this morning, man. I was not feeling good. I don't know what was going on.
2: It's kind of like that feeling when you're
3: wearing Adidas shoes. Hey, one
0: thing to say. I see Adidas shoes on. Why?
3: Good answer. Good question, then, Michael. Good question see duty shoes. Why? Why? Yeah.
2: So, what do we do Friday night? Do we do anything Friday night, or we just lick our wounds from shakalaka? No, Friday, Friday night, we went night. to we went to Tullahoma.
3: Oh, yeah, we went to see X-Men. We went
2: to, to, to the drive-thru and saw X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men
3: was awesome. I don't know I don't what know people are talking people. about. All these people are, like, hating on X-Men. It's like, uh, that movie was awesome. Apocalypse was awesome. So,
2: let's see. I don't know what that was stars, about. Five air horns. Five air horns. What are we, what are we giving X-Men Apocalypse?
3: I, don't, I mean, I'll give it a solid four air horns out of five. Why not? Oh, wow. That's pretty nice. Yeah, you know? I mean, probably the lowest I could pretty do good. would be three and three quarter air horns. In fact, you know, what, I'll go three and three quarter air horns. How about that? Sweet. I got the I got the four the four air horn fear. Yeah, it
2: kind of made you back down.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I still think four is a pretty good four is a pretty good rating.
2: Um, so what's your final call? I'll
3: final stick answer? with three and three-quarter air, horn. three three air, three three air horns. Three and three-quarter air horns. Three and three-quarter air horns. Out of five, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Friday, I believe it was, is when I, uh, I got the call, got a new job.
2: Yep. So
3: hashtag the company, we'll be seeing you. Big news. hmm Big news. So I got the uh, I got the show beard coming in nice and patchy. Because I can't really grow one. So that's exciting.
2: <laughs> the vacation beard.
3: Yeah, this beard's sticking around for a little while. It's been five years since I've been able to just grow a beard and uh yeah, it's 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 going to be around for at least till the end of the month, I I assume at least till July, I would assume. So we'll see. I may get sick of it and shave it. I don't know.
2: It's 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 all about surviving the itchy part.
3: That's going to be the big part. I think I'm through it, but I know there's a second wave that usually comes around. So I'm kind of anticipating that, but for now, I think I'm good. Think that you... From
2: down the gauntlet.
3: Any tips on uh, surviving the itch? Anything that you particularly do? Uh, um, mm-hmm.
2: Biggest thing to me is keeping the mustache trimmed. Oh, I don't have to worry about that. I don't grow a very
3: good mustache.
2: Always keeping the
3: mustache trimmed. So. Is the hard Do you part. You grow a thick mustache.
2: Um, not really.
3: nope,
2: because I keep it trimmed.
3: Dude, your uncle Jack, saying. though. Wow. Your uncle Jack grows yes. one heck of a mustache. Yes. A pipe. It's pretty old school. Uncle Jack. He is a he's a great dude. I really like that guy. He is one of my favorite uh, family members of yours. Official cornhole.
2: Team member of the Fuzz of Travis show. Him and Danny Arnold. How about him? Shout out to Danny Arnold, who's brave enough to say, at least even say, that he's willing to go to A.
3: Oh, man. But also
2: Danny very hardcore
3: to... about his cornhole rules. I, I got a little nervous when he asked me to play. I'm like, oh, man, I just play for fun. I don't play for keeps, brother. <laughs> oh, boy. Danny has taken it upon himself. Danny and Jack have taken it upon themselves to, for some reason, really like talking to me. I have no idea why. Nice guys, though.
2: They just like, as uh, Dal Flat used to say, they just like to bull knock. (laughs) They like to what? To bull knock. That's basically what he said when college boys get together and just talk garbage. Shoot the breeze.
3: Well, all right. How about it? Bull knock
2: Yes Now
3: is that a euphemism
2: Uh, I don't think so At least I hope not
3: I I actually had a professor in college Who told me that euphemisms were sin That euphemisms were sin (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because it's not what you say It's the intent so if you're just changing the word, that's what you mean. And as one kid in class said, "What's a gosh?" What? He said, "What's a gosh?" And you say, "Oh my what's gosh!" What's a gosh? Yeah, what's a gosh? Like, okay, guys. Uh... I think we're, uh, I think we're trying to pull back a little too hard on that
2: aren't we? Sure. Why not? Why not? So Friday we roll up to the X Men apocalypse. Uh first of all, before that we went to a store my name. Uh and we checked in there and it's like as fuzz was saying something for every nerd in there.
3: Other than a wrestling fan. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. You you could be whatever nerd you want to be in there. You could uh, like comic books. You could like Harry Potter. You could like uh, Doctor Who. You could like just about anything. They got something for you. Zombies. And Pokemon. And... They Had Little House on the Prairie on DVD, full seasons. If you're a wrestling nerd like us, nothing. Sorry guys, you're on your own. Who'd we ever do to anybody?
2: Just out of luck. Who'd he ever beat?
3: Who'd he ever beat? I don't know. But such is the life of a wrestling fan, which, by the way, if uh, any of you guys want to get an autograph, I will be at the Evolve show coming up in a couple of weeks here down in Florida. I believe we got, uh, where is it going to be at? Tampa, I know it was one night. So, should be a good time.
2: Make sure to get your autographs.
3: I've been getting some, uh, getting some wrestling in the last, well, really? 2016. I ain't never seen a lot of wrestling.
2: Yep. Let's see. The that brings me to being Saturday. 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 What do we do to Saturday during the day?
3: That is a good question. Heck, if I know. Been a long
2: time. Been a long time. Been a long time. <laughs>
0: um.
2: Go grocery shopping or we do that on I don't know anyways Saturday night rolls around lo and behold Bud sends a text to Don Mateo long lost Don Mateo and tells him he should join us for all star wrestling
3: or die
2: And so he chose to come to All Star Wrestling,
3: which seems like the obvious choice. So he course. died. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he went to uh, ASW. Yeah. Here's the yeah, so, cool part, though. Here's the cool part about ASW, though, is a bunch of guys, a couple of guys that I I get to see back home, uh, by the name of Hacksaw Jim Thuggin and the Crunkyard Dog. Yeah. AKA. AKA. Roscoe Eat Lisa Were somehow the ASW tag team champions And you know I tell you what If we had, if we had known they were going to be in Tullahoma The night before we would have gone to that Because they, uh, they won the Southern Wrestling Federation Tag team title there Yeah they were great And turned they out to really good. the only reason we went They were really good Oh yeah I really had no plans on going back to ASW but hey Roscoe Leeds is there. We're gonna be there. Yeah. We're we'll gonna be there.
2: Unfortunately, um the same old same old went down. And uh I I'd like to challenge anybody that, that attends all star wrestling on the regular call in mm-hmm. and tell us how many times, probably on one hand, they have seen mm-hmm. a done lose a match.
3: My goodness. I mean, it gets ridiculous at some point. Of course, we knew this, what, five yeah. years ago. Roscoe, Lisa. Yeah. Kicking behind and taking names, dishing out, dishing out uh, knuckle sandwiches to anybody in the vicinity, and then I get you know doing doing crunches, doing sit-ups in the back. Then I got I got old pudgy coming out of here. Doesn't know a, a, a wrist a wrist lock from a wrist watch. You know this Hamannager, son of a, son of a. Booker man, old Michael Dunn Jr. J I, and what happens? He and he and his little goofy little buddy who who ain't in shape either, they get the pinball One of my boys Roscoe Lee said, "Well, I got problems with that son. I got problems with that, big problems. Your daddy got the pencil, so he's gonna put the, the strap on you, huh? Well, listen, you come to St. Louis?" Maybe Roswell Lisa gets a they get a, a rematch and they put the strap to you strap match. That's what I'm saying. I want to see it in the cage. Strap match in the cage for the ASW tag team titles. Let's put the gold on the line. It's Mikey's boy and his goofy buddy versus Roscoe and Lisa. Let's get it on.
2: By the way, Cardinals won.
3: Cardinals won, everybody. That's good. Cubs lost.
2: Even better. Fly the flag. Puppy man.
3: Cubs are the only team I've ever seen that can wave a white flag when they win. Dumb dums.
2: So my question is this. Mm Okay. Um. We pay our money, seven bucks a head, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. and we we show up.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We're there to have a good time.
3: Have a great time. You know? We we gave those boys uh, twenty one dollars of our hard earned cash, cashola. Yeah.
2: And some people, not everybody, it was a much more uh, subdued crowd this time around. But we still had people who immediately began giving us dirty looks we come in we've got our signs yes they're clever we know that clever infuriates you uh for some reason uh but you know we're there we haven't even said anything nope not a word one the only superstar mikey dunn comes out and we give him the old thumbs down we're not yelling we're not screaming screaming we're not Just like there to have a good time. We're, out of yeah. we're, there
3: to, we're there because we are, we are big fans of professional wrestling. a sport. Professional wrestling, a real man's sport. Not, not like soccer, you know. Not, not like golf or tennis. We're fans of professional wrestling. Hand-to-hand combat. The most pure sport on the planet.
4: And what happens? <laughs> Those pure sports. That's predetermined. It's crazy you start with me, Don. <laughs> How are you guys doing?
3: We're great. No, we're talking about Mike and getting fired up right now. we uh, fired we're up. are talking about getting
2: the DX chop from 2000, wait, 1990, wait. What year was that, anyways? And then the double bird. <laughs>
3: Two fingers in the air sending a message loud and clear that we are number one. Thank you, Mikey.
4: Sending the from message. A guy that guy that he didn't any
2: from a guy we just gave twenty one bucks.
3: Thinnest skin I've ever seen.
4: For a wrestler. Sending the message that he has no original ideas whatsoever.
3: Uh, you know, I just I, I feel compelled, fellas. I'm feeling that itch to cut a promo on him right now. Do I have a second? Huh? Do I have a second? Oh, you got a second. Your name is of, you of garbage. garbage. Mikey Dunn, you piece of garbage. How dare you disrespect me? How dare you disrespect me? You're calling yourself superstar. You couldn't get a date on a tombstone, brother. You send your big swole buddy over there to try and intimidate us. You boys, you boys, if you were wrestlers, you'd have got your butt whooped, Oh yeah! Right. Well, pass this, brother. Come on. Come on at it. Peace for revolution, just like my boy Gandhi. I ain't buying your salt, brother. Keep sending the goons squad of them over. Probably, none of them get that reference. Keep, keep sending the goon squad over. All right, And we'll do a peaceful demonstration. Show you how it's done. We'll keep getting you angry.
4: <clears> it's,
3: it it's a good thing that I'm a pacifist now, Mikey. It's a good thing because if I wasn't ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho, if I wasn't I just wanna say
4: I just wanna say the next time anybody sends an ugly an ugly goon over to threaten me. I will not take it so lightly. I don't care. I don't, I'm not thinking about this guy's going to hurt me. I'm thinking I don't want to be looking at this individual who's standing in front of me. You're too close to me. I can smell your breath. I can smell your body odor. Get away from me, and I will punch you without any kind of invocation to do such. I don't care if you threaten me or not. I don't want to look at you, and I want to smell you.
3: Donnie, boy, Donnie, boy, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I said easy, big fella. <laughs> That's not how we handle things on the Fuzz and Travis show. Now, Mikey, I'm sure you're out there listening because you listen to every show. And, uh, and Don spoke a little ahead of himself. He would, never, he would never punch a man, especially not in ASW's House of
4: Pain, without invocation. Let's not a lie to the people out there. Let's not a lie to the people out there.
3: Shirley,
0: you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley.
3: Because you see, Mikey, we are above you. We are above you. We don't we're above you in the goon squad. All right? The goob squad, if you will. I don't think you guys are even classy enough to be called goons. We are above you. We wouldn't hit you. We wouldn't lay a finger on you. Because I don't want to get whatever diseases that you have, brother. You come around, you you infect Lewisburg with your stink and your stench, giving all them ugly girls with two teeth in the front row a hug. <laughs> that, that's, that's your demographic, brother. That's your demographic. Demi- that's your demographic. It's 2 tooth fat chicks who scream superstar, superstar.
2: And, and by the way, while we're on the teeth, we appreciate you going out of your way and producing T-shirts about us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for teeth to get knocked out in the ASW House of Pain, I mean, I guess we would have to be the ones to get teeth knocked out because we have them. That's why we know the shirts were talking about us. You
3: know, next time maybe we should just bring uh... – Care package to help the House of pain. Here's some soap. Here's some uh, you know, maybe some Germex water because you know I'm sure folks there have never actually seen clear water. Coca-Cola does not count. I'll tell you what though. You know we we sat here and we, we've talked about the, that that scumbag, that antagonist, that uh, that go- goob, uh, old superstar. We've talked about him long enough. Let's talk about the nice people that we met. There was a uh, couple of people in there. A lady came over who talked to us. Hey, how come you guys aren't getting crazy? You know, you know, lift your signs up, so on and so forth. And I said, well, you, we got threatened by the time we came in here. We're not trying, but we're just trying to enjoy a little sports entertainment. That's all. She said, well, who said that to you? I said, some big guy. She was some big girl. He ain't going to mess with me. Go ahead and do what you need to do. Hey, that's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. A bunch of the kids obviously came up to us as always, idolizing us. We are their heroes. We set the moral examples for them. Thank goodness that we come around once a year to do that.
4: <laughs> uh, I think I found out why they don't like us.
3: Well, you know, when their kids wake up the next morning and they just say, Hey, Mom, I want to do this. I want to help people in need. I want to
4: I, I want to be a more
3: compassionate person. I want to give to my local charity. I want to I want to be spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and his servants. You know, when they leave impacted by us. You know, it's hard for people to understand. It's hard for people to understand, but that's just the kind of I mean, guys we think all, about it. We have on the youngsters out there.
2: Did anybody else come out in the crowd with their championship belt. Here I am with the Fuzz and Travis heavyweight championship belt of the world. and I'm letting the kids of ASW House of Pain shoulder the weight mm-hmm. of the Fuzz and Travis
3: championship. Some of these kids may never ever see a champion. You know? At least not one that doesn't have a last name done on it, you know. Like I said, you know, your old man's got the pencil. I guess he can uh, do whatever he wants. It, this, is, this is what I hope that young, and, and I have no disparaging marks for the, for the boy. He he uh, He's obviously put into an uncomfortable situation in his own right. But, uh, brother, you know, one day you'll get out in there in the world, and you'll have to realize that, Old Daddy. Number one, he ain't much of a superstar. Number two, he can't, he can't pencil you in to be champion everywhere. So enjoy the ride while you got it. When that hard dose of reality comes to you, brother.
2: Because it's coming.
3: It's coming. Can we just talk and about... Here, it here's now. An open, hang, hang on, I got one last thing to say. I got one last thing to All say. Right. This is an open letter. This is an open letter to the boys of ASW. You boys want to get on the winning side of things. You guys want to be champions. Take an example from my boys, Roscoe and Lisa, and hit the gym, you know, do some sit-ups, maybe cut a few of those carbs out of your diet, throw some green leafy stuff in there. Every once in a while put the put the soda pop down, put the put the Paps Blue ribbon down, grab a bottle of water. You know? Does everything have to be fried? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look at Hulk Hogan. Twenty four inch pythons, brother. he didn't get that by going to McDonalds every day. Like you got guys. Come on now. Come on now, and and to the sharp dressed man, Lawrence, to the sharp dressed man, Lawrence. Oh, man. Can you please, for the for the love of all that is good and honest in this world, can you please retire the jean shorts? My goodness, the sharp dressed man, like is is it supposed to be a joke? Is that the? Am I missing the irony there of the sharp dressed man because he he can't once dress decently? Anyway, I digress. I've taken up too much time talking about a bunch of goons. This segment was so weird.
2: Indeed. Um, I was just going to say, you know, and this is just in general for professional wrestling. Uh, could we just stop hanging people? My goodness. Let's just that was weird. Not put ropes around people's necks.
3: Mm.
2: Dangerous enough.
3: That was just weird. I mean, I'm sure it's a gimmick rope, um, but come on, man. Of course, you know,
2: Saturday night comes to an end. Uh we come home, get up Sunday, go to church, and then we load up Sunday afternoon and we head to Florence,
3: Alabama. Florence, Alabama. Uh we, we have an anniversary crazy.
2: supper uh for the wife and I. And then Monday, we go to we go to Don Mateo's Lair, as I like to refer to it. Uh, play a little rap, hey boy. The <laughs> uh, Lair, and then of course the party of all parties, the Memorial Day party, the Hayes Memorial Day party, and I'm just proud to say that Fuzz survived. Hardcore title,
3: barely barely. I don't know how I made it out alive.
2: Sorry, I mentioned Jack and Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danny saying that he's going to go with us to All-Star Wrestling. In fact, most of the plans said they would like to go to All-Star Wrestling. They are
3: fired up for some ASW now. See, this is the kind of guys we are. We we try to promote your brand, even though, you know, you guys have shunned us and treated us harshly, but. What like garbage? Hot garbage.
0: You blew it!
2: Shad. So, Fuzz, what was the most mind-blowing thing you witnessed at the Memorial Day get-together? Mind-blowing
3: thing that I witnessed? First of all, while you're
2: thinking about that, Don, you're never going to believe this, but uh, Danny was not the first in line.
3: That may have been it. Whoa. Mind-blowing.
2: Which was impressive until Tom basically said that he's already been to lunch Somewhere else, and then that true. that made
1: all the sense in the world.
4: I mean, most exactly like
1: I did before I landed on Iwo Jima.
4: I mean, you're asking a person to wait that long. Come I mean, on. Probably the most mind blowing
3: thing to me, honestly, was just you know seeing poor Ben's kid show up, Jackson Hayes showing up to a Memorial Day party. Wearing not just a soccer jersey, okay, so already, you know, the founding fathers are rolling over in their graves, but a soccer jersey that says the word Italy across the chest. I mean Memorial Day. Memorial Day. That I guess it, it just goes to show you that Ben and his family just hate the troops. I guess that's all I can do. <laughs> that's the only That's the only um, conclusion I can come to.
4: They hate the troops. How oh, I could just kill a man. It's
3: terrible.
2: Oh, Fuzz, did I even tell you about my dream last night?
3: You did not.
2: It was a doozy.
1: Hi there, this is Mike Donnelly. I work over here at the Recreational Center. To be honest with you, I pretty much run the place. <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, Pat Giles? Good, good. Hey, I hope everything's going great in your fine town of uh, Avery, Atwood. Say, <laughs> the reason I'm calling is I wanted to tell you a little bit about the candidacy of Al Donnelly. Al Donnelly's a guy with a dream. His dream is to become governor of this great state of Washington. Hell, every guy's got his dream, am I right? Between you, me, and the wall, I had a doozy myself last night. <laughs> Get this. A corn-fed harvest mouse, a hooker, a nun, a Flemish peasant woman, whips, chains, whistles, yo-yos, a circus midget, my grandmother riding by on a bicycle, give me the finger, and a duck. Now, I don't know. <laughs> Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? No, don't hang up, please. I... Whoa.
2: It was a doozy. It was a doozy of a dream.
4: Um, does, he say interesting. A, does he say a Flemish? <laughs> Flemish. Lord, I
3: hope so. That's uh, somebody who is from Flementine. <laughs> One
2: could hope. One could hope. I would say we would div- uh, that we would address the gorilla story, but we've already talked about Mikey Dunn and <laughs> i uh,
3: Yeah, Sorry. but the How is Mikey call another show? Does he not know how to dial? Telephone.
2: <laughs> probably has a hard time.
3: I mean, let's, let's let's kind of shoot straight here. He probably has like what a flip phone or something. Probably.
1: Won't you go down to Walmart, Dollar
3: General, and get you some pop tarts? There you go. By the way, the Cubs had more errors than hits tonight. Just want to throw that out there. Woo! Comedy of errors. Mm-hmm. But they're going to win the World Series. Bleh, blee, blee. The best ever. Listen, I'm just calling it right now. I know everybody's worried because the Cardinals are in third place and they're, what, eight and a half games out, something like that.
1: Let's go ahead and call it.
3: We're winning the World Series. Cardinals, go for it. Boom. Uh-oh. Lock that down. Mark that down. Somebody mark that down. Tuesday, May 31st. I called it. I called it. Don's apparently holed up in a uh, some type of small uh, container of some sort. My box. Noises. My lair. Don lives in a box. Uh, I, I saw it. But, um, it's unfortunate. you know. He doesn't have to live in a box, but he's chosen to take this life of poverty and destitution And um, cardboard is now his life.
4: Doggone it, Don. And doggone it, people like me. They do. I'm just going to say, you need to get off the street and
3: live with me, all right, buddy? Get off the street and live with me, buddy. You don't need to live in a cardboard box anymore. I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of this. Hot Garbage.
2: You know, that's true. It's about time you stopped living in a van down by the river.
0: I, got no place else to go.
2: I would say all in all, it's been a good vacation. I know that obviously we're not the beach. You know, everybody's
3: been posting pictures from the pool or the beach or wherever, and you know what, I'm just over here just chilling with my buddies, and I got my dog with me, and, uh, you know, I got no place to go. It's been nice. Been uh, trying to catch up on a lot of wrestling. We watch a lot of bad wrestling. Although, We've got some very good wrestling, too, though. Although
2: it's been great to have you, it's time to... Uh...
3: Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? You kicking me out of here right now? Right now. Leave? Get in your car and leave.
2: I I haven't packed my bag.
3: Do I have time to pack my bag?
2: Nope. Nope, you're out of here.
3: You again.
2: You're going to oh, live nice. with Don.
3: In the cardboard box. I hope that box is a refrigerator box because I'm, uh, Moving
4: in. It even has one of those captain's wheels on those old playgrounds. Nice. <laughs> so you know, there's a good time. There's a good time. I like
3: it.
2: I like it. Can I just I just want to play this macho man, maybe I am insane. Do it. All the time. And I love this segment, this drop. All it's going to play the pinwheel of doom. Oh, no,
3: Donnie Didn't boy, you, you do it. You do it instead, Donnie boy.
4: Maybe I am.
3: Maybe I
4: can't do it.
2: Uh, he had a good start.
4: Distinctive voices. He does it so well. He does something. Me, I am insane. I me, mean, I am insane. Maybe it's time for you to find out how insane I am. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, yeah. <laughs> how did he do it? I don't know. To this day, I don't know how I did it. Uh, pack a Don't take me, bro. What's that? Pack a Newport's
3: every day for six years.
2: Who had a better promo? Macho man or this
0: guy. goes for the Dallas Cowboys and we're the Bills. And I can't wait to rub this in his face. He's been telling us since for over ten years about Dallas. No it's the Bills. <laughs> Buffalo all the way this time. Three times. The third time is a charm. Dallas is going down, Gary. Only Buffalo is gonna win it.
4: now the speaker on my phone is a droid.
3: <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that that man had internal bleeding or, uh, you know, brain hemorrhaging, something of that nature after that promo.
4: Now it's a <laughs> yeah. Was that David Maybe Green? I am.
3: Insane. I
4: think
3: so. What? Kevin Green. Green. Kevin Green. I mean, Kevin Green. mean,
4: Kevin Green.
2: He's the guy that tag teamed with Mongo McMichael, take on Rick Flair and Arn Anderson.
4: Maybe I am
2: insane. Maybe I am insane, <clears throat> and maybe it's time for you to find out
0: how insane I am. Yeah, right now. Yeah. That reminds me. I
4: watched a promo of his a few days ago. Uh, I think it was like 1989, back when he was accusing Hogan of, of like um, having. Romantic intentions towards his wife or Miss Elizabeth or whatever. And he gets and the so, whole time, I mean, he his, but apparently, I don't know if he was really believing it or what, but man, that, that promo is just like the end of it. Oh, he yeah. looks like he's about to cry. He looks like he's about to break down and cry, melting down. And, uh, oh, it just gets you. Because you're like, and like so many of the comments, I love the comments, because people are like, and it turns out he's probably right. He's probably not the bad guy. He's probably being accurate.
3: The best segments in wrestling history have always blurred the lines between reality and fiction. Yeah. When you're just not sure what's real and what's not, that's what really can draw you in.
4: Yeah. And by the end of that promo, he's like, his eyes are red, and he's about to lose it. And did you guys hear about the announcement for uh, 2K17, the new wrestling game?
3: Uh, I hear uh, my my old Jewish pal, Bill, Bill Goldberg, is going to be in it.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah.
3: two different versions if you pre-order. Yum, Kapoor has come early.
4: Yeah, and I'm like, uh, what I, two versions of Goldberg are you talking about? Like, the longer beard Goldberg when he was in, Re- like, <laughs> WWE? Like, this that's the only difference I know of. Yeah, that's the only difference uh, I know of. Sucky WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar
3: Goldberg? I'll tell you what, though. Goldberg's style would get over huge these days. Not that it didn't back then, but, I mean, he, he'd... Oh, man... I wish he'd stayed in the game longer, honestly. He he could still be <laughs> an enormous star now.
4: Dolber. Sure. Oh yeah. I mean I'm surprised they didn't do that with kind of like the Ryback or someone like that.
3: Uh, I think I think in 2016, a Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar feud would just be, whew, man, that'd be awesome. Well, let
2: me tell you something. I
4: mean, I don't know. Goldberg, Goldberg wasn't a young guy then, was he? I mean, he was pushing. I thought he was like in his late 30s then. He's about
3: 50, the year, 50 years old now. Do you think he, I don't think he's 50 yet, but he's pushing 50. By well, I just one last team. thing to
2: say before we Let's shut her down. And that's this. They would have trained a white gorilla. That's Hashtag true. Black Gorilla Lives Matter. So.
4: It's true.
2: <laughs> throwing it out there for you, Bill Goldberg. Just throwing that out there for you.
4: Maybe I am. And...
3: <laughs> Bill
4: Goldberg, I am.
3: The trash. I'll fight you. Folks. <laughs> Show up to the House of Pain next Saturday in Lewisburg. You're going to see uh, the show, all three of us, taking on Bill Goldberg in a cage, no holds barred. Uh, I'm probably going to bring a VCR to beat him over the head with. So uh, be there, be square.
2: Special guest referee,
3: Bill Gilberg.
2: Going to be there. Gilberg,
3: the referee.
2: Gilberg, the referee. So there you go. Don, I'm glad you could uh, make it, brother.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't uh, call in sooner. That isn't my fault. Nah. Nah. I'm see. sorry I couldn't be there more this week than last week. Uh, you know, when
3: Donnie Boy is famous, sure. everyone's going to sure. say, I used to follow him on Facebook, or I worked with that guy, or I'm not surprised he took hostages. <laughs>
4: Oh, man. I don't take any hostages. You should be surprised. I take no prisoners. Don't let them stick around. Can't remember my face. By anyway, the way, apparently in the new Justice League number 50, they have uh, addressed the uh, where Joker's origins are. Which means I'm probably, if I read it, I would probably be insane with anger and say this is ridiculous. And uh, just, some things should just not be broached, and that is one of those things.
3: Roll out of that.
4: How could they? How could they? At the, yeah, it's like at this point, everything you come up with is going to be a, a disappointment.
2: Uh, by the way, uh, a little-known fact from this day in 1998 Dude Love wrestled his last match on TV Thank God A classic with Stone Cold Steve Austin Over the edge How do you feel about Dude Love? Dude Love
4: we he, close, was, uh, it down? he was
3: one hip cat He was one hip cat That's what I think Don what do you think?
4: Uh, dude Love you know, I, He gets flack for being like the worst uh, Side of McFoley But you can't he didn't do all the bumps and all the spots that the others got, other characters did, but if he did, he wouldn't get over as a villain. So, Well, I,
2: you, I think it would be a lot of fun to be Dude Love. I never really found it very entertaining. but That's, that's true. I, mean, I can see
4: why it would be fun to be him. Yeah, he, I mean, that was like, his, if I'm not mistaken, that was actually his first character. Like, he invented him along, like, when he was a young yeah. guy. But, yeah. you know, sometimes it probably would have been a good idea to come up with a different kind of villain. Guys, okay,
3: uh, we're going to end the show on stupid news. I know we haven't done it in a while, but uh, I got an article I got to read, Travis, if you could do the honors. Stupid, 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 stupid news. Stupid,
2: stupid, stupid, stoop, stupid, stupid, news. Stupid, 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 stupid news. Stupidness, oh, stupidness!
0: Father bringing in stupidness. Man, do me die. I'm gonna sit over here and listen to stupid news.
3: Woman wakes up from C-section to find both legs amputated.
4: That's kind oh, of horrible. I got this from
3: fox2now.com. No oh, man. A woman went into the hospital for, for a cesarean section and woke up several days later to find both of her legs amputated below the knee. The Torquay Herald Express reports that Ella Clark, 31, is speaking out now as she recovers from the alleged malpractice in December 2015. Twenty weeks after Clark found out she was pregnant with her eighth child, doctors diagnosed her with a condition known as placenta previa, which can cause complications during childbirth. Because of her condition, she would require a C-section. During the procedure, however, Clark suffered from a complication called placenta accreta and lost a large amount of blood. Placenta accreta can be common among women like Clark, who had undergone multiple C-sections. She had six. Oof. Doctors decided to perform an emergency hysterectomy and put her into an induced coma. With blood clots a known danger following such surgery. The patient is supposed to be monitored hourly. Clark alleges that doctors did not check on her for six hours, allowing blood to clot in her legs and cut off circulation. The paper reported the decision was eventually made to amputate her legs. Five days later, she woke up. I remember the moment I woke up. I thought I was waking up from my C-section. I expected my beautiful baby girl to be passing me. I had no idea I'd been in a coma. Clark says she is now learning to use prosthetic legs, but it's a shadow of my former self. Going to the hospital to have a baby should have been the best moment of my life, she said. Instead, my world has been shattered. Spokeswoman for Torbay and South Devon NHS Foundation Trust released the following statement to the paper. We would like to offer our sympathy to Mrs. C. We are currently – apparently the newspaper is uh, the Fonds, referring to Mrs. Cunningham. Anyway, we are – carrying out a full and thorough investigation, and at this time, it is not appropriate for us to make further comment. We are in regular discussion with Mrs. C and her partner to ensure that they are kept up to date. My goodness.
4: Stupid news.
0: What is going on?
4: (laughs) Not only do you have the bad luck of waking up with your legs gone, you have the bad luck of having eight children.
0: You blew
3: Six C-sections, You're eight children, you, uh, no legs. That is the final count. <laughs> you know what I would
2: tell the doctors? I would tell the doctors... You can stuff your stories in a sack, Mr....
3: What does that even mean?
4: She probably woke up and was like, thanks, Obama. <laughs>
2: exactly. Get that <laughs> health insurance. Exactly.
4: Well, guys, I'm going to call it a night.
2: Travis, hit my music. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to.
4: Why
3: don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Mike, you know, you what All you right. just said
2: Uh, yeah, yeah.